Coming up on the podcast, we talk a little bit about the Lakers this upcoming season. We also talk about Jimmy Butler and the drama he has with the Minnesota Timberwolves. We also talk week five in the NFL and what do the Houston Texans have to do to win this Sunday. So that's going to be a major, major thing I'm looking for in that game. Can they get pressure on the quarterback and can they score when in the red zone? We know they're going to be able to move the ball, but can they score when they get in the red zone? I think one of the things that the Texans are going to have to account for that they really haven't had to account for much, and when he did it last week, it kind of it helped him out a little bit. They're going to have to be worried about Josh Allen getting out of the pocket and using that's true. That's true. And they haven't really had to account for that in any of their games so far. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is O.N.E. I'm one of your hosts that you'll be tuning into today. Um, If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please take time to subscribe or follow the the podcast. You can do that on NewChannelSports.com. You can do that on iTunes or you can do that on Podbeam. And that's NewChannelSports.Podbeam.com. And that's New Channel spelled N-U. C-H-A-N-N-E-L. We want to thank you for joining us. Sitting all the way across from me is the man everyone loves to hate. What's going down, Trey? What's up, man? How you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Oh, man, that's good. I don't, why does everybody want to hate me? I don't know, because you're, you're not a Rockets fan. He hate definitely not. You're not a Texan fan? Nope. Nope. Negative. But Those are good enough reasons to hate you there, bro. Please. Please. Shout out to Laker Nation couple days away week away from less than a week away yes sir total and utter domination of the nba i don't want to call it that yeah yeah that's what, that's what I mean. the lakers will be all right but i don't know about shout out to cowboy nation <laughs> after this week you'll be tied for first place in the nfc <laughs> yeah we'll talk about that it's gonna happen we'll talk about that <laughs> braves tomahawk nation you know, it's, it's over, but it's all right. They had a good showing. They did. Man, all my teams are doing pretty good, though, man. The Cowboys are probably the worst right now. Longhorns. I mean, the, the Lakers haven't started playing yet, bro. Oh, they're going to. They, you saw they smacked the Warriors the other day. You see that? Preseason, bro. It doesn't matter. Only a Laker fan will get excited about preseason. Hey, take your wins as they come. Oh, goodness. Goodness gracious. So let's kick things off right. Guess what time it is. Game time. No, sir. Famous athletes, famous quotes. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. You know how this works, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to give you some some questions, and you're going to try to guess who this famous athlete is. And whether or not you guess who it is, I will play one of their more famous quotes. Okay? You ready? Okay. Ready uh-huh. to do it? Ready for us to go down? Uh-huh. All right. So this athlete was born to sever... December 7th of 1973. So that means they're 45 years old. Around that age. Almost 45. That doesn't really narrow it down. Okay, okay, okay. So let me give you another clue. The last team this player played for was the Seattle Seahawks. Um, 
it. China is Yanis not that old. So this person would be Brian Bosworth. No, not Brian Bosworth. Brian Bosworth is not. He's older than 44. Yeah, he's old. He is older than Wow. He's okay. Older. So this player was drafted in 1996, third round, 89th pick overall. After this one, you're probably going to get it. Because those, those are the tough ones right there. Just throw something out there. He's a wide receiver. At 45 years old. Mm-hmm. Played with the Seahawks. I would bet that he can still play in the league today. Terrell Owens? Yes, sir. I don't remember him playing for the Seahawks. I don't remember. That him. was his very last year. He he didn't really play a game. He was on a practice squad kind uh, of thing. But he didn't he really play. play. I did. I did. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it worked very well. We all know he was inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. He ranked second all-time in receiving um, receiving yards, 15,934. Um, and he's a three-time NFL league leader in touchdowns, 2001, 2002, and 2006. What do you, what do you think is his most famous famous quote? That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let, let's play that right now. You guys can point the finger at him. You, you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost as a team. We lost as a team, man. All right, so that was uh, Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. Um, Terrell Owens had a lot of memorable moments, not just that quote. He probably has some of the most memorable touchdown celebrations in the history of the NFL as well. So He is without a doubt one of the more – people should mention his name a little bit more than what they do. This is true. I hated him when he played for everybody but the Cowboys. Right. But just – you got to give him respect where it's due. And that dude was one of, he was he was one of the best. He, he was, was a beast. He was one of the best. Playing with a broken ankle, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, you, no one would do that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, I don't know. I don't know if I recommend it for anybody <laughs> no. either, but he's, no. he was a threat, deep threat, shallow threat. I mean, it didn't, Crossing routes like he did. He did. I don't think there's anything that man couldn't do. Well, I, I think it was a no-brainer for Terrell Owens. It was a Super Bowl. That was that game. Winner take all. Let's say he went out there and messed up again. He still had the offseason to to heal up. And this guy's he stays in peak physical condition till now. Yeah, I think I think he could still play a couple of downs in the NFL today. Probably could. I, I would love to see him in the Cowboys jersey again. Woo! <laughs> It can't be worse than what we got. It can't at all. He's better than a couple of our receivers you got right Such now. <laughs> all right, so let's get right into this uh, week six, right? NFL. Let, let's talk about Buffalo traveling to Houston to face the Texans. Both teams are two and three. Um, I had the Texans win this game. They're favored by 11. <laughs> I just want them to win. <laughs> you know how I feel about that, but uh, let, let me let me throw out some stuff here before we actually get in in depth with this game. So, 
who do you think are the top five offensive teams as far as yards per game? Off the top of your head. I would probably say the Saints, the Vikings, um, the Saints, the Vikings, probably the Falcons. They're up there. If you include the first three, the Chiefs, and if you probably include the first couple of games, the Buccaneers, I would assume that one of these two teams have to be because you wouldn't brought it up that they weren't. But based on the first, what fits magic, I would say they were probably up there too. Yeah. So it's the Rams. It is Tampa Bay. Um, New Orleans, Houston, and Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So Houston is a top five team as far as yards per game. As far as points per game, the Rams average about 35 points, New Orleans 36, Kansas City 35, and Tampa Bay 28. And you got to take in mind, Tampa Bay's only played four games this year. They had to buy. The Texans have the least amount of scoring from that five. At 23 points per game. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at that and you look at the red zone trips, this is the key to that game. Now, if I don't know that, what they did with this Houston by 11, but if Houston still has problems scoring in the red zone, they're not going to win by 11 points. We're going to look at another nail body here here, because Buffalo's defense is pretty good. Out of all those five teams, right, as far as scoring percentage, in the red zone, Kansas City's third, um, New Orleans is seventh, the Rams are twelfth, Tampa Bay is twenty second. Now you got to um, remember, Tampa Bay's only played four games. What number do you think the Houston, uh, not Houston Rockets, Houston Texans are? Thirtieth, thirty first <laughs> in the league. Okay, so they have the potential to be a top offense in the league. They just have to finish the job. Um. 76% for Kansas City. New Orleans at 65%. The Texans are all the way down at 36% as far as the red zone trips. Um, New Orleans averages about 3.4 touchdowns a game in the red zone. Kansas City, 32. The Rams, 3. And then you have the Texans at 1.6. So that's going to be a major, major thing I'm looking for in that game. Can they get pressure on the quarterback? And can they score when in the red zone? We know they're going to be able to move the ball. But can they score one again in the red zone? I think the, one of the things that the Texans are going to have to account for that they really haven't had to account for much, and when he did it uh, last week, it kind of it helped him out a little bit. They're going to have to be worried about Josh Allen getting out of the pocket and using that's his true. feet. That's true. And they haven't really had to account for that in any of their games so far. So if you go back and look at the teams that they played, Eli ain't running anywhere. Nowhere. Um, He's done. Andrew Luck's not running anywhere. He's not. Um, Mariota. He didn't play. He didn't even play. Yeah, it was Blaine Gabbert. Gabbert. Uh, Dak had a little bit of success. The mm-hmm. biggest biggest play that they made was with him out of the pocket, and I'm missing one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. with his feet. No. So I think this is going to be one of those only games that um, that he that they really have to worry about that. I did also hear today, and I don't know how true it is that number four is questionable. He's questionable. He did say in an interview, or yeah, an interview that he was for sure going to be playing, but. You know, when it first came out that he was injured, they said it would be day to day with a, a chest injury. So until he's actually out there playing, Houston Texan fans just know you might see um, Brandon Whedon out there yeah. playing on Sunday. That's even gonna... even if that's the case, the Texans know this is a must win. If the, if if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, they can still beat Buffalo without Deshaun. Watson. I don't think so. 
I think so. I don't, I don't think I don't think that game. I don't think that game will be close. I think Vegas is betting on Buffalo having that every other down week deal again or something. Because I don't know how this line gets up to eleven. It's one of the biggest spreads. Of the I week. don't. I don't know. I don't know why it's up to eleven either. I mean, I love my Houston Texans, but they can very easily be zero and five right now. They lose those two overtime games, and the two games they won were in overtime. So I have no idea how they are favored by 11 points in this game. I don't. I still think they're going to win this game. But if they're not able to finish drives in the red zone, we're going to be seeing another nail biter if they can't do that. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting. But I just think that, I don't know. I think that Allen making plays with his feet um, and then the – Texans, like you said, scoring in the red zone. I know that they're getting comfortable making field goals or kicking field goals, and I don't think they wanted to get into a field goal. I don't want they don't want this game to come down to who kicks the most field goals. I don't they, think don't. they want that. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't want it to come uh-huh. down to that. I don't I just want to see the Texans play like I know they're capable of playing and just go out there in Houston, feed off the energy of the crowd, and just win this win this uh game handedly. Let's see what, what you guys are made of. All right, so let's go to your cowboys. Cowboys are playing at home. They're playing against AFC South team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are favored by three in that game. Man, bro, I I, I know you like your Cowboys, but I, I have Jacksonville winning this game. Um, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. And I think most people have Jacksonville winning that game. I don't see the Cowboys losing this game um, with – I don't think that – I don't think they have enough offense, and they in the in the Cowboys. Who defense, who does have the offense? Jacksonville doesn't have. Enough I don't offense. think Dallas has enough offense um, against that number one defense. I mean, what are, they're going to have? They're going to put all the wide receivers on lock. If if the Houston Texans are able to contain Ezekiel Elliott, I can only imagine that the Jacksonville Jaguars can do the same thing. I guarantee you. I'm I'm telling you right now, Dak Prescott will throw for close to 300 yards in this game. Because he's going to have to. He's going to have to. And, and and a good portion of it might come off of a couple of screen plays. The Cowboys run screen game is better than any screen game I've seen in a long, long time. So when team when teams actually come out there and try and put seven or eight in the box and you're manning up on the outside, I don't know if you've seen it, but when, when Zeke has those hogs out there in front of him, I mean, like it's it, he's able to get some he's able to get some some ground. Um, it's getting to a lot of space, and that's what's been able to help them out a lot. I, I'm telling you right now, Dak Prescott will probably throw for, if not over 300, very close to 300 yards this game. Even if he does that, even if he's able to accomplish that, I still don't see the Dallas Cowboys winning this game. Um, Dak Prescott is definitely the key to a window. Ezekiel Elliott is going to go out there and be the vocal point of the offense. They're going to try to get Ezekiel Elliott going. If he does get going, there's going to be some crucial plays here and there where Dak Prescott is going to have to extend drives. I just don't think he can do that against this Jacksonville Jaguar defense. I, I see Jacksonville. I think they lost last week. Yeah. They did. They're going to come out this week very hungry for a win. I would love to see Jacksonville lose in Dallas to help the Texans out, but I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't I don't think the, the Cowboys had the firepower to score enough against Jacksonville. But on the other side of the equation, there is Blake Bortles. And the Dallas Cowboys defense is a good defense. Well, this lockdown defense you're I mean, people, you know, mention from time to time is not, you know, they're they're good, but they're they're giving teams with less talent at running back the opportunity to drive the ball and get their team into 
either field goal, scoring situations. Uh, and I think this is going to be the best running back they faced so far this year. So, uh, is I mean they're they're they they've been playing really well, but I don't see this I don't see this being that big of a challenge uh, for the Cowboys this week. So the the Cowboys have who who have they faced so far? Of course they faced the Texans last week. They t- uh, they the faced- Giants, the Lions. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Texans. They lost to the Panthers. They lost to Seattle. And Seattle. Yeah, th- this is going to be their biggest challenge, the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. So yeah. far this year, all of all the teams that I mentioned, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the only playoff team they're going to be going up against right now. Seattle didn't make the playoffs Carolina. last year. They they lost to Carolina. Okay, Carolina. But I still think Jacksonville is a tougher challenge, a little bit of a tougher challenge than Carolina, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Mm. I don't. I don't. I think you're giving Jacksonville. I, I mean, I like Jacksonville. I've been. I've been on their bandwagon. I mean, they, they went to the AFC Championship game last year, bro. I'm not, I mean, I, I'm I, not, I, I gotta get in their kudos. I can't. I can't come back on this podcast and say the Jacksonville Jaguars are the Jacksonville Jaguars again. I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we, we've been there, done that with you. <laughs> so I, I can't do that. I'm going to get yeah. in their kudos. Um, I would love to see Dallas win this game, but I just do not see. You're right. Dak Prescott is the key, but I cannot see him throwing. For over 300 yards in this game, I'm just and it's not just on him. We talked about this in in past podcasts. The coaching, the play calling, his wide receivers, all that falls against Dak Prescott. I cannot see him carrying this team to a win over Jacksonville. I just can't do it. Especially since Jacksonville has come um, from a loss, they're going to be ready and hungry to win this game because they know if they lose this game, all of a sudden they're looking at a tie, possibly in the division. Yeah, Jacksonville hasn't had anybody throw for over 230 yards on them so far. That's that's. <laughs> I mean, they and, haven't had. And you to, think Dak is going to do that? I'm telling you, he has no now, look, choice. Look, look, no, he has no other choice. I agree with that, but it's not going to happen. Okay, I'm telling you. Come on, Trey. Why? I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. Wait, I take that back. I take that. Okay. Back. I, okay. So you have different stats. I take that back. I apologize. Mahomes threw 38 times and threw for 313 yards. He's the only one. And 13 yards over. Right. And Hunt rushed for 87 yards. He had had averaged four yards a rush. And I think that Ezekiel Elliott is a better running back than Kareem Hunt. And he's uh, got a better offensive line than that. They did not cover the tight end very well. And outside, they were able to. I mean, he completed 22 for 38 of his, 22 out of 38 of his passes, Mahomes did. Um, didn't throw any touchdowns through a couple picks, and Kansas City still won um, easily. They doubled him up. So I know Dak Prescott isn't playing, you know, as good as Mahomes right now. He has um, in his career, um, but Mahomes didn't throw a single touchdown against him uh, against them last week. If the Cowboys can run the ball and establish the run like the Chiefs did, I see him having. Uh, the the game that he needs to get a little bit more confidence and and get the Cowboys to win. I'm not. I, I I'd bet money on the Cowboys beating the Jags. I'm not. I'm don't want to say I'm not worried about it. I'm worried about every game, especially if if we if we saw that we could lose to the Texans, we can lose to anybody. All right. So the Dallas it, Cowboys averaging about 307 yards a game, yards wise. That's that's 28th in the league right now. As far as passing the ball per game, they're averaging about. Mm, 172 yards a game. 
And then that that's also on the bottom, the bottom of the league as well. That's that's thirtieth in the league. Uh-huh. I, I just can't see um, how what twenty seven attempts, twenty eight attempts. Well, that's because like we we've been saying this throughout the podcast, the, the play calling, the coaching, it's just a perfect storm right now. I don't think Dak Prescott is as bad as the Dallas Cowboys are making him look, especially since he doesn't have the weapons that he he had when he first got into the league. When he first got into the league, everybody was proclaiming that this is going to be the the next big quarterback in Dallas. Now everybody's turning their back on him. It's not all on Dak Prescott. But coming into this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, I just don't see how they're going to just flip the switch switch all of a sudden. It's it's just not going to happen. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Less than 48 hours from now, we will find out. We will. <laughs> I know you're being a homer right now. I, I'm not I, being I a homer. I'm being, I'm being totally honest with you. You're being optimistic. No, I'm not being optimistic. I don't see. I mean, you're talking about a uh, you're talking about a team right now who doesn't have a starting running back. Right? They had to go out and get Jamal Charles to even have some vision of a running back because Yeldon's not that dude. I'm not worried about Yeldon. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that and he can go out and rush for 150 yards against us, like like everybody else does. But Blake Bortles had to throw the ball 61 times from playing behind. Behind behind the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, and then he still threw for 430 yards. T.J. Yeldon, 50 yards rushing. Blake Bortles was second on the team with 34 yards rushing. Um, defensively, I mean, it might be a it might be a 12 to six game. It might be all field goals, but I'm not worried. I'm not. I, I'm not worried about them scoring on us. I'm well, not. Jackson, and, and they haven't demonstrated that they can score the ball that well either. Well, they they are moving the ball regardless of what you. They are they they're averaging about 400 yards a game. I'm that's, talking about putting the scoring. That, that's true. I understand that. I, that is perfectly true. I do understand that. But right now, as far as which team has shown that they can, um, I guess, overcome adversity, and ha- they have gotten to this point now. They had they had a big uh, win against uh, New England, right, a couple of weeks ago. Well, Dal- they, they scored 20 points against the Giants. They blew out New England, which was a, a statement game for right, them. Right. Right. They scored six points against the Titans. The Titans have a good defense too. Okay, they not, do. Not better than the Cowboys. They scored thirty-one uh, against. They scored thirty-one against the Jets, mm-hmm. um, and they scored fourteen against the Chiefs. They're not this juggernaut of an offense that you're. Well, that you're the, proclaiming I, I'm not saying that's what you're juggernaut of offense. No, 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 no. Come on, bro. I know you like Blue Bortles, <laughs> but come on now. I did not say they're a juggernaut of offense. All I'm saying is that the Jacksonville Jaguars' offense right now is better. Than the Dallas Cowboys offense. Okay. And the Jacksonville Jaguars defense is better than the Dallas Cowboys defense. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I'm not saying that Jacksonville hey. has a juggernaut <laughs> offense. Please, please don't do that to me, bro. Please don't do that to me, bro. Hey, I know you got a man crush on Blake Bortles. I get that. But we will find out. Everybody knows I do not have a man crush on Blake Bortles. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you have Dallas yeah. and I have Jacksonville. All right. So we have uh Tampa Bay. Going to Atlanta, ATL. Atlanta is actually favored by three points in this game. I got ATL win this game at home. Everything in my body wants me to pick the Bucks, but I, I, I wouldn't pick against the Falcons at home, even though they are one and four. I just can't see. I can't see them losing another game. I just can't. Like th- that would be their season's over if they do that. Um, I mean, it's, it's but. I'm so done with the Falcons. I traded Julio Jones in my fantasy leagues this week. Which, I, not in our league. No, no. In the, in my bigger league. Um, I wish you would have done that in our league. I no traded way. Julio Jones. And I traded him for Emmanuel Sanders and Sonny Michelle. Mm-hmm. See, this, this, the fact that Julio Jones 
cannot find the end zone. It blows my mind. Is the reason why I cannot have him as a top wide receiver in this league. I know it's not all on him, but Antonio Brown finds ways to get to the end zone. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, sad. even even if Antonio Brown catches the ball in the backfield, he's gonna he might find a way to the end zone. Right. Um. I mean, it's, it's baffling that Julio Julio Jones is not as good as he 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 should be. Um. And that's on the Atlanta Falcons offense, and that's on Matt Ryan. Yeah. Period. I mean, I see he's still putting up some yards, and he's still getting some of those targets. But that's just as a fantasy player, I'm just like, man, enough is enough. Like, I'm I'm done with that. So. I was happy to get him off my roster because who'd just, you get in return? Emmanuel Sanders and Sony Michelle. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll take it. Actually, Chris Chris sent me a trade for um, it was Michelle and uh, another wide receiver. It was a garbage wide receiver though for DeAndre Hopkins. It was no. just it was because it's the right receiver though. Yeah, it was a garbage wide receiver, but that was a, that's a better trade to me. Yeah, so you, at least you still have Emmanuel Sanders there, right? And I and I've already. I mean, I got Thielen and Allen and. Now I have Sanders, but I'm not even. I'm gonna start Boyd um, with it. So, but Sony Michelle, average per week is gonna give me about another five points a mm-hmm. week. And in fantasy, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of points. Yeah, do PPR? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely worth it. All right. So you do have Atlanta in that game also. Yeah. All right. So Pittsburgh is traveling to Cincinnati. The line on this game is even. This this is one of my the hardest ones for you to pick. Every time we have a divisional game. And you know Pittsburgh is going to be desperate going into Cincinnati. I I I got Pittsburgh winning this game in Cincinnati. That's going to be that will probably one of the be one of the better games or more entertaining games this week. And it, I'm telling you this is if, if I was betting money on it, um, Cincinnati's going to win the football game. Think so? Yeah. I mean, either way for me, it's a coin flip for me, but. I just had to go with Pittsburgh. I, I if it's going to be any kind of a divisional race, they don't necessarily have to win this game, but it's going to be a close game. I don't see Cincinnati running away with it or anything like that. Cincinnati's defense is pretty good, also. Um, I just have a feeling that Pittsburgh is going to go up in there and win. If Pittsburgh had twenty six on their team, I, I don't think this game would be that close. Connor playing pretty good though right yeah, now. Yeah, but he ain't 26, man. I'm he's sorry. not. He's not. But he's I mean, not. but he's he's been serviceable so far. Maybe yeah. be a little better than serviceable I think so far. Andy Dalton throws three touchdowns in that game and AJ Green has a field day and the, and they win that game going away. Think so? Mhm. It's hard for me to ever say that for a divisional games, yeah, man. I know. <laughs> I know. I got Pittsburgh, you got Cincinnati. Oh, so we have uh the Chargers Traveling to Cleveland, the line on that game is also even. That was a tough one for me to pick too, though. But I'm going to go with Cleveland at home. I think that um, Chargers will win that game, man. And 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 again, Vegas knows what they're doing. They're either trying to get money bet on this game, or they know something we don't know. Mm-hmm. And because Cleveland's playing at home and they're losing at three points that they normally give away, um, I, I, I like that. I like that. I'll take the Chargers money line, but it really would make a difference if you did it the money line or if you did it if you just took them straight up because since it's even. But I jump on that even right now. Um, if not, I could see that spread moving to maybe like the Browns minus one um, before t- before kickoff. But I think the Chargers win the game. Oh, too much. They got a lot of offense, man. Mm-hmm. I think Melvin Gordon's gonna have a field day. Yeah. So the the Chargers. Have only won one home game this not home game, road game this year, and that was in Buffalo. 
So I just, you know, the Chargers are classic Chargers. They play well at home. They don't play so so well on the road. They play down to their competition. I just feel like it's going to be a close one. Cleveland, Cleveland right now, they're kind of on a high. They had actually have a team that's being competitive. They have Baker Mayfield back there. He's very exciting to watch as well. I think they're going to pull off at home. I think it's going to be a, a close one. I, I see them winning like a score like about maybe 24, 17, something like that mm. in Cleveland. That would be interesting if the Browns can actually score that much. I mean, they've, 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 they've been able to score a little bit this year. Well, they had the the last game. They won by a field goal. Yeah. Right? So It was like 13 to 12 or yeah. 12 to 9 or something. It, it, I think it was 13 to 12, right? Yeah, something yeah. like that. All right, so we have uh, Seattle on its way to Oakland to face the Raiders. Who you got in that one, bro? Seattle, easy. Seattle's favored by two. should be favored by six. <laughs> They're favored by three, pretty much. Yeah. They're favored by three points. Yeah, they should be favored by six and a half. But yeah, I think see, Seattle's clicking right now. Yeah. They're 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 clicking right now. So anybody who listens to this podcast or who may have been on this podcast to talk about Russell Wilson and him not being the caliber of quarterback that he is, I think for what he's doing right now, he won't be considered for MVP. But for what he's doing with that team, with the makeup of that team and what they're doing, that blows my mind. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't know how they're winning football games or how they're close. They almost beat the best team in the NFL with <laughs> that team. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that just blows I just Well, you know the Rams they have some some injuries yeah, but on still, the offensive end as well. But still, like but they really haven't had many much challenge many challenges at all. And for them, for the Seahawks, I'm just talking about the Seahawks team, the way they're made up right now to be in those in that football game like that and put up that many points, that blows my mind. I don't know how to not. Well, they're playing in Oakland, so I, I can see that. I can see why it might be a little bit closer. Yeah. But I do have Seattle win that game as well. Russell Wilson is definitely, if you want to call him the X Factor, he is the he is the guy that makes me be like, okay, I say I was going to win this game. I don't trust Derek Carr at all right now. I don't think he has the confidence right now to to really lead that Oakland Raider team. Um, I think the strategy right now that um, John Gruden is, is using, I don't know if it's a strategy or whatever he's doing to try to motivate Derek Carr. I don't know if that's working right now. Yeah, that's uh, that's sad to be honest with you. Really sad, but I don't know. I think we're in for I think we're in for a treat uh, in that game because I think it's going to be. I mean, you got beast mode. Mm-hmm. Um, playing against his former team, so you right. got that. You know? I didn't even take that into equation. Yeah. So you said it right now. Yeah, and then that's gonna be interesting. You think about it. I mean, Oakland would normally be minus three, but now they're plus. I mean, they're plus three. So I mean, that Vegas is thinking that they no, win no. No, Seattle, two. Seattle's um is uh minus three, minus so, yeah, minus so three. Right, right, right. Yeah, so Oakland's plus. So basically, saying they're gonna lose by a touchdown, right? Or a couple right. field goals. So, but Beast Mode's gonna have something to prove. I'm starting him in fantasy this week. Because DFS or both? No, well, maybe both. If he's yeah. cheap enough in DFS, because he's, I think he, he, you talking about? Please, hold my day. Like he's, <laughs> gonna, he's, gonna, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna he's gonna have something to prove. I think he's gonna have something to prove. Yeah, I guarantee you. If they get the ball on the goal line, I guarantee you he gets every carry. Right. I guarantee you, Gruden gives him every carry. He's gonna try. And make, he's gonna try and send a message. I don't know why I don't give this man the ball on the goal line. I don't understand it. <laughs> if you see his highlights of what he's done, I I don't care how many times it takes, give the man the ball. Yeah, inside the five, yeah. just give it to him. Sometimes these coaches just try to get too cute and yeah, they do all these little stuff. But you the have shotguns, yeah, half oh, yard give line. Give me a break, man. 
but they don't have they don't have uh, beast mode back there, so their running game is not not up to par now at all. All right, so we both have Seattle winning in Oakland. Uh, Chicago is traveling to Miami. Chicago's favored by three points. I got Chicago. Easy, easy money. I, I'm I'm worried about this week. I think some people are gonna win a lot of money this week if mm-hmm. they if they if they don't get too greedy. I think they're going to win a lot of money. If they don't, then that means the NFL is going to see a ton, a, a ton of upsets. Easiest, easiest week we've had so far, gambling or betting wise. Yeah, I think I pretty much have all the favorites. There, there are a lot of evens here though, too. Though. Well, you need to go against some odds. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> hey, from what I'm seeing, I just, I can't see Chicago losing. Well, the, they have um, Trubisky. He's still a young quarterback, so you don't know what to expect from him week to week. Ryan Tannehill, we all know how I feel about Ryan Tannehill. Your fave? Nah. Someone else is on this podcast, fave, <laughs> not mine. But we're going we're gonna to find out a lot about Miami. They came um, from a, a loss. Was that a loss to um, New England, right? Yeah. And so now we're going to see how they bounce back from that at home against the uh, Chicago Bears, who are coming off a bye. Uh, it's going to be pretty interesting. I, I, I think Chicago's going to win that game. Purely because their their defense is, is is legit. Okay, how many more how many more games do we have to pick? Because I want to see something. Uh, about eight. Okay, we have eight more to pick. Yes, eight more to pick. We haven't been through that many games. Yeah, we we did Buffalo, Houston, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, the Chargers in Cleveland, Seattle and Oakland, Chicago and Miami. Okay, yeah, it's fifteen games, fourteen games. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have uh, Arizona going to Minnesota. We both have Minnesota in this one. It's going to be a beat down. It better be. It's going to be a beat down. Because we're going to have a, a, a repeat <laughs> when Minnesota <laughs> yeah. lost to Buffalo. Yeah. Because that was embarrassing. Yeah, this is a beat down. If Minnesota loses this game to Arizona, then I, I think they're pretenders. Yeah. Like I, for real. I think Minnesota's favored by 11. They're, they're favored by 11.5. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the highest you know point margins are Minnesota, Green Bay, and Houston. Yep. I still don't understand this Houston one right there. That's, Fake news. Oh, gosh. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I love my Texans, but they should not be favored by 11 points. I'm sorry. So we both have Minnesota in that game. Uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts traveling to face the New York football Jets. Can I say that? <laughs> no. Or is that only associated with the Giants? <laughs> Just, <yeah. laughs> I know. Anybody <laughs> listening from New York is like, how <laughs> dare you? That's probably my my – Upset pick of the week, I and I and I love Andrew that Luck. that 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 game is actually even. I love Andrew Luck, but I don't, mm-hmm. nobody's picking the Jets to beat the Colts. I got the Colts. Yeah, I I love Andrew Luck. I I really do, but I really I have uh, I'm the I'm picking I'm picking the Jets. I I got Indy. I, I believe Andrew Luck is going to be the difference. I'm I'm very big on quarterback play. You haven't have you seen the Jets defense play? I know, I know, but have you seen their <laughs> offense play? <laughs> Yeah, they put, they, they're one of the higher scoring offenses really? in the NFL. I still got Indy in that one, man. There's a reason why Vegas has an even draw. I mean, Indy, all Indy has is uh, Andrew Luck. That's it. They have nothing else. That's yeah, T.Y. is not playing? I mean, he's he's okay, but he hasn't been the T.Y. of old. Yeah. So if he just e- has If Ebron has a good day, I'll be all right. But I'm, I'm taking the Jets in that one. So I think that's so. We've got a couple of differences here, but I got India in that one. So we have uh, Carolina visiting Washington. 
Who you got? I got Washington, man. You smoking? I got Washington at home. Boy, stop. I got Washington. At boy, home, bro. I, boy, please. That's the that's the that's the, the the. I'm always big on these home games, and the line on that is even. So I'm not that crazy. The line on that that game is even. I think Washington bounced back. Um, you know, Carolina hasn't just beat the brakes off anybody this year. All their games have been pretty close. You're crazy for falling for that mess. From from what I've seen in the most updated lines, the Panthers are one point favorite. Okay, one point. <laughs> wow. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I got Washington in that game, man. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull off at home. Okay. You're, that's wrong, you're wrong, and, and I don't even. I mean, I, 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 I'm not even a fan of the Panthers, but they're not. This, that this game. is the same guy that was so high on the Redskins earlier this year. I said their offense was going to play well, okay, and that they were going to be efficient. I did not pick them to win the NFC East. I just said that they're going to shock some people. Okay, those people are not the Carolina Panthers. Okay, but the rest of the people, I, I think they're in for a treat. So, man, did you see the way they got embarrassed Monday night? Okay, okay. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you something right now. A lot of teams in the NFL would have got embarrassed that night. You're talking about a game where Drew Brees was trying to set a record in New Orleans. Bruh. They were they were coming out there, they bad. <laughs> firing the, they the Washington. Bad. They had no hope whatsoever. They look bad in that game. Look, man, I think they're going to bounce back at home, and it's going to be a lot closer than you think against the Panthers. That's another L for you. Okay, we'll see. All right, so we have the LA Rams going to Denver. We can both say the Rams, right? No. You got Denver no, in that game. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Yeah, I got the Rams. You know, they, their their offense is is up there with New Orleans. Um, their defense is pretty de- decent. Um, Case Keenum, he's not been consistent at all this year, and that's that's being um, polite to say the least. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be a, a Rams, and they're going to win by at least. 10, 14 points that game. Austin Eckler. That's all I got to say. Austin Eckler. Remember that name. Okay. I will. <laughs> uh, so we got Baltimore traveling to Tennessee. This is one of my harder ones to pick as well. I got Tennessee at home. I got Tennessee at home. If the Ravens hadn't lost last week, I'd say Tennessee could surprise them. But I think they're going to come out there and, and Joe Flacco is going to be Joe Flacco. He'll probably throw the ball 48 times. I think we're going to really get a good idea of how good this Tennessee Titan defense really is in this game. Yeah, I, I'm I'm seeing John Brown having a field day. Uh, even though I may not start him, I got to choose to start him over Boyd or yeah, Boyd because I'm not starting him over anybody else. But I really think that they, I think they're going to have a field day, uh, and they're going to come out. They, they 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 can't afford to lose this game. They've got the 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 pan the sorry the Steelers and the Bengals playing each other. Mm-hmm. So. One of their divisional rivals is going to take that L. Um, they've got the Browns, who should lose this game to the Chargers. This is this is a prime opportunity for the Ravens to pick up a game against you know half of their division. So I, don't, I can't see them. I can't see them dropping this game. How, how many how many teams do you have win on the road, man? I'm just against did all you, odds. Did you, did you say Houston's going to win? No, at Buffalo, you think Buffalo's going to win in Houston? Oh no, I did. I picked Houston. Oh, because, okay, well, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear what you said. I don't think you said yeah. anything. Yeah, <laughs> I may not have. So you got Houston at home. You picked the Bucks. You wanted to pick the Bucks. I wanted but you to. Didn't. But I picked the Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta. okay. So let's make sure that you got Cincinnati at home. Yeah. So you got a lot of home teams, but you don't have Cleveland at home. Okay, no. I just want to make sure. All right, so uh, we. I have Tennessee. You have Baltimore. Mm-hmm. All right, so the game of the week, more than likely, Kansas City 
is going to New England. Foxborough. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid versus that Tom on that boy. Belichick. That's what it is. Don't isn't put that it? pressure on that That's boy. That's what it is. No. It's a quarterback driven league, bro. Let me tell you something. Whenever whenever we do this and whenever until Tom Brady retires, if you if the Patriots are playing somebody, I'm picking the Patriots. Period. Every single time? Every time. Doesn't I, matter I would, where? Nope. 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 No. Mm-mm. So I'm guessing you had New England. The New England. No, I, I don't. No, I think I think the world is catching up with Mahomes. Have you seen the favor? Don't look at it. Do what? you know what it is? What? Who's favored by how much? They're playing in New England, right? Right. Yeah. Who's New favored? England. New England's got by how favorite. much? Probably three, three and a half, three points. Yeah. New England's favored by three points. Yeah. This is a tough one for me to pick. Because I don't think that New England's defense is that good. I don't think either defense is really that good. So I'm looking at it. You don't think Kansas City's defense is good? Kansas City's defense is terrible. Okay, okay. Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but neither defense has shown me anything to believe that they can stop anybody. So New England is not going to stop Patrick Mahomes in that offense. And Kansas City is not going to stop Tom Brady in, in that offense. So it's going to be a shootout. What, I picked New England. What primetime game has Mahomes played in? This year so far? Was, has it been one? Did he play in the Monday night game? Oh, I, I I don't remember, honestly. I don't re- I don't remember him playing in the Monday night game yet. I think he's played one primetime game. One I Sunday say, night game? I don't have me line, bro. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know for I can't, sure. I can't remember. I shouldn't have asked that, especially if I didn't know the answer to it. But um, I don't I, – I, I think, man, it's primetime in New England. This kid's going to be in awe about what they're getting ready to see. The New England crowd is going to be crazy. It, it It's possible it's going to be a little chilly um, with these cold fronts moving in. And I just don't see it, brother. I just don't. I don't see it. After what Kansas City did to them the last time they were in New England, nah, ain't happening. You got a mastermind like Belichick defensively to play against a kid, a rookie, um, who's pretty, who's coming off of not even throwing a touchdown last week. Yeah, Kansas City, Denver was Monday night. Okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming off of, uh, uh, coming, not even throwing a touchdown last week, uh, playing, no. I, I wouldn't put my I'm not betting against Bill Belichick. I, I, I'd, put my, I'd put money on this game, too. You did? I would. Oh, you would? Yeah. Well, I got, I got New England, too. I think they're very difficult to beat yeah. at home. And uh, the last time I want to say Kansas City beat New England at home, that was when they were – Saying that Tom Brady was done was that it? Was that in New England? Yeah, it yeah, was well, New England. They beat the brakes. They off did. New they did, and that's what they were saying. Tom Brady's done, and all this other stuff. So I, I don't see that happening again. But I'll tell you this: if Kansas City does find a way to win that game somehow, some way, win that game, then watch out. That's all I can say because that's really the only test they have. Based early on this season, the New England Patriots are the only test for the Kansas City Chiefs to measure themselves by. That's it. Maybe, maybe, depending on what Jacksonville does against Dallas. They just beat Jacksonville, didn't that's, they? That's, they, they? They did. They did. They, they, beat, they beat the, they beat <laughs> the <laughs> breaks out of them, too. So forget that. So New England is, even if they lose, if they go down there and they show that they can hang with New England in Foxborough, then we might we might have a new team on top of the, no. on top of the AFC. Fool's gold. All right, so we have the San Francisco 49ers 
going up to Lambeau Field to face the Green Bay Packers. On Monday Night Football. Yes. This is my upset special. Boy. I'm playing. I got you. I got you. <laughs> the NFL owes us. They owe us because they're just wasting our damn Monday night. Like that 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 game is gonna be so crappy, it's not even funny. Well, this will be the first one though. Yeah, but still, so they should have flex scheduled well, we'll, we'll it or something. See. We'll see what happens. Let's see what happens first. I mean, we still we're still gonna get to see Aaron Rodgers. I they thought Jimmy Garoppolo would be the quarterback for the, the 49ers. No, that, that is true. But let so, me tell you something. Th- th- this game is not going to go well, period. Because <laughs> let, let me play devil's advocate here. Oh, you really what, play devil's what, what advocate? Prob- what probably should happen uh, is the Packers, because they're probably favored by close to two touchdowns. Oh, no, you, you said 10.5. Okay, there you go. They're, they're favored by more than a touchdown and a field goal. Then everybody's going to be like, they're going to be him and Han and like, oh, this is boring. And then if the 49ers beat the Packers, it's going to be like 13 to 12 or 11 to 10. Or so, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be some crappy score, and then it's still going to be a crappy game. So it's not going to be the shootout we expected. And God, I hope I'm wrong. But I look forward to my Monday nights. I really, really do. And I am not concerned at all about watching this damn game. I'm not either. I'm in the same boat that you this are. This is crappy. But originally – what the NFL thought was that this gang will, will have a, a a bright young talent in Jimmy Garoppolo well, they owe us. playing against <laughs> a veteran in Aaron Rodgers. And who knows? Maybe they thought San Francisco would, you know, be one of the hottest teams in the league going into this Actually game. Actually would have won some games. Right. But that's not the case. I, I You know, what was week six? Uh, kind of early to be flexing games, right? Man, no. <laughs> no. So let me ask you something. Yes, sir. Um, look over your list really quick and uh-huh. see if you could give me just five games. Five okay. games that you that you that you your top five games that you feel the most comfortable with. The most what confident games, games. It, against the point spreads. So and I'll and I'll tell you I'll tell you what the point spreads were after you tell me the team. All right. So Green Bay, San Francisco. I'm so ten. Definitely. Taking, so you would give up ten points. Yeah. So I'm definitely confident. Okay, in that. that's one. I'm also very confident in Minnesota. Win at home against Arizona. Okay, and I, that I'm, and that point spread based on what I'm seeing here is 11. So you're giving up 11 points, right? Okay, I, I'm pretty confident that Atlanta's going to pull off at home as well. They're only three points favorites in that game. So the Falcons and the Falcons are playing the the Buccaneers, Buccaneers. Okay. at home. Three and a half here. Okay, Houston. I'm gonna go with my Texans at home against Buffalo. Don't homework. do that. Don't do You're that. You're giving up eleven points. You're gonna give up eleven points. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe that the Texans are gonna actually come together in this game and show everybody what they can actually do. This is Vegas. I just, loves, ga- Vegas I just gave you I just like gave you. you the stats, right? Vegas loves Eventually like you. the Texans have to score in the red zone. Eventually. Boy, that this you, you this you are the reason they build MGM casinos. Give me one more. Oh, uh, one more. Whew. Ugh. What I gave you, I gave you Green Bay, I gave you Houston, Atlanta, and I gave you Minnesota. Uh-huh. Man, the rest of these games are, <laughs> uh-huh, nah. they're pretty tough. Um, I am going to go ahead and say Jacksonville over Dallas. About three and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say Jacksonville over Dallas. All right. Wow. Okay. If if you were right on that uh, on those picks with the picks you just made, 
a little a little twenty five dollar parlay would win you six hundred and eighty six bucks. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> then let's do it. Let me get my six hundred. Yeah, you're just giving away money. You would just be giving away. Oh, money. You you agree with all those except for Houston, Dallas too. Oh yeah, and Dallas. Okay, I forgot about the Dallas one. Well, yeah. But I mean, well, you're not. You're not. Oh, come on. Let, let's let, let, Trey, the I'm Dallas Cowboy, the Dallas Cowboy fan. I don't see necessarily being a, a a full on homer, but there's a chance that the the Cowboys will lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Correct? Possibly. Okay. So Houston, there's a chance Houston's going to beat not Buffalo. by eleven points. Okay, I can. See, I I understand that. I just had to go with my Texans because that's my team, okay. and I'm I'm really hoping that they can beat Buffalo well, by at least. If, if someone, if, if, if hopefully someone listens to this, and, and hey, hey, if you place those bets, those those are not my bets. <laughs> what are those, your bets? What you got? Not, Give me your five. Uh, what are, What are your five bets? Which ones are you gonna go all in on? I would. I mean, if I, I know would, you're gonna go Green Bay for it, sure. No, I wouldn't go to Green Bay. I hate giving up that many points because anything anything is possible. Okay, anything so I see, is possible. I see. But then you don't win as much money, though, right? Well, you could. Okay, you so could. Who, you, who you got? Um, in that situation, I'm taking the Chargers plus one. I'm, I'm, I'm taking that bet. Um, I'm taking the Raiders. I mean, the Seahawks minus three. I think that's that's uh, easy money. I'm taking the Rams minus six and a half. So that would be, that's one. How many is that? Two. Three. That's three. Uh, I'm taking... The Patriots minus three and a half because I feel I'm, I feel pretty comf- confident in that. I'm taking the Ravens minus two and a half, and with that with that same identical bet with the same amount of money, mm-hmm. what you gonna win? Five eighty three. Five eighty three. So pretty close. Yeah, but you're winning a little bit more because you're giving up a little bit more points. Right. And, I mean, I'm not I'm not a pro at this betting me game. Either. <laughs> so, me, I wouldn't be here if I was. Know, so basically, what you're saying is you shouldn't really bet. On teams that have such large spreads, I'm just saying. Me personally, I don't like giving those up because I mean, you get up by enough, a team gets a late field goal, right. a, a meaningless right. touchdown, and mm-hmm. I mean, basically, you got you got to feel comfortable they're gonna win by two touchdowns to to cover that, to right. cover that spread. Right. So I got you. That's tough, but I mean, yeah, it, it could happen. It could. And I always thought that if you do that, you win more money. Yeah, the, the you do the potential to win more money. You do. Uh, actually, actually, the the it, Pretty much all the same. I mean, um, if if you're looking at, it, especially if you're, depends on if you're the under, taking the underdog or the favorite. But I don't know. I'm not going against the odds this weekend, man. I don't see it happening two weeks ago, two weeks in a row. I don't see that, but it could happen. We will have to remember that bet and see what see see what happens. See if you're six hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> richer or twenty five dollars poor. All right, so we went through all the games. I'm pretty confident in my picks. I'm pretty confident in my Texans winning this weekend yeah, by 11. They they have to. Well, I, they have I to don't win care. by 12 because if they won by 11, right, you right. would push. Yeah, but I don't care about that. I just want them to win. <laughs> period. I mean, I would love for them to win decisively, just to make a statement. But if they win, that's fine. But I, I would love for them to win decisively because they, like I said, they can very easily be 0 and 5 right now. <laughs> so I don't even know why why they're favored by. 11 points. I don't. So anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about the real Jimmy. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. The real Jimmy. He has um, a so-called beef with his Minnesota Timberwolf 
teammates. Um, the story goes that he came to practice late and the third stringers were playing. He subbed himself in and he pretty much yelled at the, the first stringers saying that they bleeping need him, that they're nothing without him. Um, there was um, something that was mentioned that uh, he was holding Big Cat and Big Cat was in the posts against him and he was trying to hold him. He just passed the ball back out. So, and, you know, everybody knows that Jimmy so-called wants to leave Minnesota and go somewhere else. They haven't been able to finalize a trade yet. Uh, what, what do you think about all this drama with Jimmy Butler and the, the Minnesota Timberwolves? I think the H-Town in him came out. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the H-Town in him came out. Uh, he was he must he was not listening to country music on his way to practice this time because I don't think that would have happened. Um, I say that in jest, but sometimes you need that type of energy, that type of enthusiasm, that type of um, leadership. I just think he went about it the wrong way. I mean, I, I think he I really went about it the wrong way. Do they need him? I think everybody in their world knows that they need him if they want to be successful, if they want to make a run. At all, if they want to win a first round playoff game or, or not a game, but a series, they need him. Um, but that's not abnormal for star players to try and prove a point with. I mean, I've I've read stories about several other star players doing stuff like that in the past, mm-hmm. just to try and prove a point. Um, and practice time, that's I think that's where you kind of got a lot of fire under them somehow because come next week, I mean, there's practice time, but there's not a ton of it. I mean, those guys are playing quite right. a bit. Um, I mean, heck, if you go all the way back to the original Dream Team, those practices were, you know, legendary. Practices. <laughs> yeah, I would have <laughs> loved to just sit there and just watch Magic go at it with Jordan and yeah. Bird going at it with uh, um, uh, was was what name was there? Uh, Patrick Pippen, Ewing yeah. and, and Pippen. I mean, yeah. that would have been and this a trash talk there. And yeah. Everything. Oh my goodness. And so I think if Jimmy Butler really wants to, you know, prove his worth and and get his teammates behind him, hopefully he was doing it, and hopefully he stays. Um. And he lights a fire under them. But I think that could be just as divisive in the locker room as it could be cohesive. So, I don't know. I think he's got to be careful with that. You're absolutely right. He does have to be careful with that. I do agree with you that he went about it the wrong way. I do like the fact that he is a he's a competitor. He wants to win. That's what he explained afterwards, that he wants to win. He wants to play with the winning team. You know, this is just me seeing Andrew Wiggins. Sometimes I see him play, and I don't think that he's into it. He goes through the motions. Yeah. I, I, that's what I see. So when Jimmy Butler is saying what he's saying about the Minnesota Timberwolves, I can relate to him because I do see what he's talking about. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler's always been the guy that I look at, and, and he plays hard, and he seems like he wants to win. But you you hit it around the nail. He went about it definitely the wrong way. Well, they're un- they underachieved. I mean, like with the roster that they have right. on paper, you're like, oh. Yeah, when we saw it wow. going in, when we saw it going in last year, we thought, oh, wow, this team is going to be maybe finish fourth or fifth. I think they were eighth seed last year, right? They Yeah, they barely got they barely the got in. But they, they're still a young team, too. Yeah, but, I mean, like you said, Wiggins is already in a few years. I mean, Big Cat, there's not many people who could stop him, you know, especially when he's not shooting, you know, five or six three-pointers a game. Um, Jimmy Butler is a perennial all-star. I mean, who else do they have? Uh those are pretty much Jamal the big three, Jamal Crawford. I don't think he's still there. Right. No, he's not there anymore. He's not there anymore. But yeah. I'm just saying they, they, they underachieved last year. With the right. ro- I don't know why he's not on the roster right now. Um, Jamal Crawford? Yeah. yeah I don't know why. <laughs> but with uh, the team that they had, they're underachieving. So Jimmy Butler, I mean, he's got some time left like in the NBA. But 
I mean, hell, he wants to win basketball games. And right now, the way they're playing, it's just like they're just going through the motions. I mean, I, I'd be pissed off too. Yeah, I mean, he's getting kind of a bad rap, and I understand that he went about the wrong way. I understand that he's not in the level with Kevin Durant and LeBron James. He, you can even argue that he's not a second-tier player as well. He might be on that third tier of players. but And I keep on emphasizing that he went about it the wrong way. He did. But at the end of the day, if he just so happens to stay on this Minnesota Timberwolves team, this might be something that brings this team closer together. Because they will look at Jimmy Butler and be like, you know what? This guy really cares about winning. He really wants to win here badly. And it might rub off on Andrew Wiggins and Big Cat in some kind of way. So it, this this might be a good thing for it Minnesota. I think it absolutely could be. I mean, if they look at it and see what he was really trying to do and not just, you know, think about it as him being, trying to be a jerk and, you know, pissing people off or upsetting people. I don't think that. I mean, he proved a point. He, his point was proven. And mm-hmm. and so hopefully, you know, everybody jumps on board with him and allows him to hopefully I really want him to stay. I mean, because I really think that right now, that, what are your thoughts right now? What do you think? What, what's what's your, your sense on the situation? Do you think he's going to stay? A temper wolf, or he's going to be shipped off. I think sometimes my heart. I want him to stay there, but sometimes when somebody's attitude or their their personality is that domineering, um, those other guys can't take it. So if it gets to the point to where it's big cats, like okay, it's me or him, or he's got to go. And I did, I, I did hear that. I did hear some rumblings that that's the way it is right now. And if that's the case, he's gone. Yeah. Like you can't. You, no, you can't. Not, you can't. Yeah, you not, can't pick Jimmy uh, Butler over a big cat. Big cat's right potential. Now. Is through the roof. Yeah. Um, Andrew Wiggins coming into the league, I, I thought he had a lot of potential too, but there are just some games I saw him playing last year. I'm like, bro, do you do you want to be here? He has <laughs> he has some, you know, attitude problems as well. I, I think there was a game where he they, they took him out and he didn't want to come out or something and he threw a little tantrum. Yeah. That I'm just kind of vaguely remembering what happened there. Not a huge fan of his, bro. I'm not. I'm not. Initially, I was. But he just seems like a kind of guy that's just not putting the work in. And he just really doesn't care to be as as good as his talents are. Right. He should be a lot better right now in this stage of his career. He was the number one overall pick. Bro. I right? Just, I don't see it. Hey, am bro. I tripping? Was no. he? <laughs> he was number one overall, right? Uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Number one overall pick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's he's going to the territory of bust right now. Am I tripping? No, I mean he's not. He, I got I to look this up again. I, I'm, not, I'm almost forgetting that he was the number one overall overall pick. I'm was not, he, the, he was the same year, uh, yeah, 2014 first pick in the draft. Right. Um, I I, I didn't think they should have taken him first. Uh, well, I mean, but, I'm not, I don't know why I'm thinking that it was um earlier than 2014. He was drafted in 2014. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's been about four years in the league now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, but he should be a lot better than he than he's shown so far. So. I can kind of, you know, relate to what Jimmy Butler is saying. Of course, he went about the wrong way. But at the end of the day, depending on what the Minnesota Timberwolves decide to do, this might be a, a, a best case scenario for them. Yeah, I, I think I, I uh, maybe. I mean, maybe. Do you know, can you name, can you think back that far and think of, Two, three, two or three good players that they passed on. Can you give one good player you think that people passed on in, in that in that 2014 in that draft? draft? Oh man, just throw some names out there if you think that. But so, 14, 15, 16, 17. This would be so. This is fifth, fifth season. Fifth year. Wow. 
Five years. I, I, I you know, my mind is going. I, I have no idea. So, in order, uh-huh. Jabari Parker. He's had some injury issues. Yeah. Right. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid came out with injury issues. Right. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. With the Magic, Dante Exum, uh, Marcus Smart, Julius Randle, Nick Stalkis, which I can't believe was an eighth overall pick, Noah Vonley, hmm, uh, and Alfred Payton. That rounds out your top ten. Joel Embiid is really the only one there on that list that I can see that you may have wanted to have drafted in front of him. Right Even now. Even in hindsight, so if you had to do it all over, the only person you would take over right, Andrew Wiggins would be Embiid? That's it. I mean, Jabari Parker, he's had injury. You wouldn't take Marcus Smart? Over or Randall over him, uh, Andrew Marcus, Wiggins right now. Marcus Smart at best is a backup. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say he's not a backup. He's just say he's a great defensive player that gives it his all every night, and he is serviceable on the offensive end. But as far as all star wise, like someone you can possibly build your team around, Andrew Wiggins still has it there. If if there if there was somebody out there that can get him to click on all cylinders, then it can happen. With Marcus Smart, that's as best as it's gonna get. Wow. Wow. You know So who who else? Who else you got you got Joel Embiid, you got Marcus Smart. Uh-huh. Who else? Julius Randle. I, I want to pick Julius Randle. I'm not saying they're not Alfred Payton. And I'm not I'm not saying I'm that take these over him. Yeah. I'm not saying these guys are gonna have better careers than um Wiggins, but even with what we're saying right now, the potential is there for Wiggins. To be that guy. What about Nurkic? Would you still take him? I mean, it, it's not a slam dunk. None of those players. Only one that's a slam dunk for me is Joel Embiid. What about Clint Capella? <laughs> no, I wouldn't take a Capella. You wouldn't take Capella C- over C- Wiggins? No, If no, you no, had to no, do no. it all over again. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Clint Capella is in a perfect situation right now with the Rockets. Wow. C- Clint that's Capella. the most non-homer <laughs> I've heard you say. So, <laughs> so, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> even Rockets, even Rockets fans know that Clint Capella is perfect for our system. Wow! And, and, but that's that's part of the reason why you couldn't get away from the Rockets. Maybe it's because you're wearing a collar today. Like maybe, <laughs> I cannot believe this. I cannot believe it's you true. Just that it's that true is, though. I'm so proud of you. Oh, oh shut, your so proud. <laughs> shut your face! Shut your face! You're proud so of full you. of it, bro. You're full of it, man. Say. Yeah, but I would not take Clint Capella over um, Wiggins. I wouldn't. Jokic was taking the 41st pick in the draft mm. a 41st pick in the draft wow i mean that's crazy that 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 that's crazy i know you always find those diamonds in a rough normally those go to the spurs or something like that but yeah i mean i know we got off subject a little bit but andrew wiggins cool. andrew wiggins is just so you you would take two players Oh, right now, right now, yeah. So it'd be I would Smart and, and Jokic. Uh, oh, Jok- I, would, I would take Smart and beat Andrew Jokic for sure. Jokic over everybody in that mm-hmm. draft. By far, he's the be- to me, he's been the best player out of that draft. He was a forty first pick in the draft. That's well, crazy. I'm just talking about as, as far as top ten. I think that's, oh, top, okay. yeah, because that's just you look at Jokic. No one really necessarily that. thought that. He, yeah, I would so. probably take Embiid, and and I'm a little bit biased because he uh, was a Laker. Smart and Randall. I'll probably take Smart and Randall over just because I don't. Andrew Wiggins, like you, you mm. said it, perfect. I, he's just like he's like, dude, you are a score. Like mm-hmm. you could play. Like what are you doing out there? And he shows flashes where he'll get you thirty points, and then the next game he's like sixteen. It's like, eh, no yeah. big deal. Like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like I don't. Ugh. 
But I, you know, I, I do think that he, if he's playing other a guy like Greg Popovich or something like that, that maybe you will see more yeah, of that talent I shine. That. I and so that. that's why I'm saying, depending on what team I have and what coach I have, I would still probably draft Andrew Wiggins in front of those Knowing players. Knowing what you know, you would do that. <sighs> Top 10 now. Oh. I would still draft him over Marcus Smart. Because Marcus Smart is he's not gonna he's not gonna be someone you build your team around. Right. Okay. He, he's I'm that thinking. he's that you know Draymond Green kind of guy, that extra piece. But Joel Embiid, I would that's the guy. But building my team around someone like Andrew Wiggins, and that's why that's why I sign of I, I feel Jimmy Butler's frustration. I don't think that Marcus Smart never, is a number one overall draft pick. Right. But neither is Wiggins. I think I don't think he that. has the potential to be. When that's, that's I'm, 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 you put him on the right team, if you put him with a Greg Popovich. Someone that can unleash that oh. talent. I think he he shines. I know it's been five years. I know. I know. I, have I know to use my fingers again. But like. he, you know, he was in Cleveland. Then he he got traded, and now he's with uh, he Minnesota. Was in Cleveland for like two minutes, man. Okay, so I mean, you know, bottom line, Andrew Wiggins has not shown up. As far as a number one overall draft pick, he has not shown up. No, I agree. I, I I couldn't agree with you more. All right, so he was drafted 2004, first round, first pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, he was drafted by them, but I he know didn't. I know he was definitely drafted by. Wait, them, I don't but think he played. He, didn't, he, he didn't play at all. Yeah, I, he I, didn't play at all. I think maybe like summer league, maybe. Yeah, because that's that's how they got LeBron. Yeah, so right before the season started, mm-hmm. um, that was he was he was involved with um, Anthony Bennett, right? <laughs> that whole Anthony Bennett debacle, and the uh, other kid from Canada. Wasn't Kevin Love too? Um, Thaddeus Young, yeah, that was yeah. The, when yeah. Love and all that stuff went down. Yeah, but he was definitely da- drafted by Cleveland. He didn't play much there at all. So, yeah, that's when the, that's he was part of the Kevin Love deal that went to right, Minnesota. Right. Yeah. That was a Kevin Love deal. And I was like, did he play with them? I know I'm, I'm positive he played summer league, but that was it. Yeah, he yeah. played. He definitely played summer league. Yeah, but he did not play a regular going season game. Gaga over him. Right. Yeah, he's a number one overall pick. I mean, he went Lonzo Ball. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I have I have a lot of confidence in Lonzo Ball, as long as he plays somewhere else. Man. I, don't, I don't think I don't think he's gonna he's gonna do it in L.A. I'm sorry. Let me tell you, something. but but let me be honest with you. I'm gonna be straight 100 with you. The more I see this Lakers team, the more I enjoy watching them. Mm-hmm. The the cast of characters that they have, and just the fact that they're in L.A., uh, LeBron is in L.A. Um, it looks like they're going to be bas- uh, playoff basketball in L.A. It's, it, it is exciting. Well, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm a I'm a big time Laker fan, but when I see that team on the floor, it just looks different. Mm-hmm. Granted, Lonzo Ball shot an air ball his very first three point attempt. It <laughs> wasn't was, even close. That wasn't even close. <laughs> it wasn't even close. I really think that if he's on the floor with LeBron James, I think that is what he needed. Like it is, I don't know if you saw they play the Warriors again tonight, um, but it was the most watched preseason game mm-hmm. in the history of the NBA. Yeah, they're excited. And, you should be excited. But but the way that he played, the way that he looked, he didn't look lost. He didn't look like it wasn't helter skelter. It wasn't like he was just running all over the place. He wasn't making really really dumb passes. Like he looked like. To me, that was the best I've seen him look poise-wise as a basketball player since he's been on the team. There was a possession possession that they showed, and it felt like I was watching 
um, Nadal versus Djokovic or something like that. <laughs> I was just watching the ball move back and forth, and uh, they eventually got a good shot of it. Um, so it looks like they're going to have pretty good ball movement. You know, you have Lonzo Ball, you have Rajon Rondo, and you have LeBron James, some of the greatest passers in the league right now on one team. That's unheard of. But it's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting to see them play. Man, when you see the look on LeBron James' face and you see the way the rest of us got, like KCP's come out there shooting. Um, and I know we got a lot of other teams, to, you know, to talk about over this year, but I think teams are going to be, I think they're going to be in for a shock. And, and if people wanted to bet on them and to bet over the uh, over and under how many games the Lakers are going to win, I hope they put that bet in already because I think, barring some major injury, but you can say that for any team, right? Um, I think they're going to be a lot better than what people think. Yeah, I think they're going to be a lot better than people think. I I do think that the way they start the year off is crucial. This can't be another Miami Heat situation where they start the, the year off slow and they're trying to find their chemistry. Dwayne Wade was a bet. Um, Chris Bosh was also a bet. I know they have Rondo there. He's a vet. But besides Rondo and LeBron James, the rest of those players are pretty much new to the NBA. I, f- I feel like if they are able to get off to a good start, it gives those young guys some confidence. And who knows what happens from there. But if they got off to a slow start, I think this year they kind of um, get complacent, maybe get into the playoffs. But I think it's it's very important for those that young group of players to know right away, hey, we can win. If I, got, if I can call my shot right now, I think LeBron James will make a concerted effort to make sure that they don't get off to that slow start that they got off to um, in Miami. But what he's also done, man, is made sure that one of the best, one of the untouchables that the Lakers had. Do you remember who one of the young untouchables that they didn't want to get rid of? Uh, no, I'm not. Ingram. Ingram. Oh, Ingram. Oh, no, no. That's, Bro, that's something we haven't talked about. That dude. But I don't know how, I don't know how serious. I've heard people say that Ingram is going to be to LeBron James what Pippen was to Michael Bro, Jordan. I Ingram, think I think we need to slow down a little I, bit. Yeah, a I, little I, bit. Okay. I I, I, let's slow down I'm a little bit. I'm talking about overall. Right. Overall, when it's all said and done, I'm not, I'm not talking about Dwayne Wade. Outside of Dwayne Wade, when he was there, Ingram will, might be the best overall player that he's played with. Kyrie, bro. I'm talking about overall. I, Ingram is going to get Ingram is going to give people fits. Like even the most complete player. Man, I'm just saying, okay. yeah, total package. Like he's just. I mean, he's long. He can shoot. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not a three point shooter, but he can score. He can create his own shot. He can get to the basket. He plays defense. Like, and if he can put a little bit more weight on, but mm-hmm. I mean, he was going right back at Katie. He wasn't right. scared. And oh, I right. think that mentality is what LeBron James brings to this young yeah. team that you were and talking that's, about. That's the X factor right there. The fact that Ingram has the size and the length to hold a KD, this might be a nightmare of a matchup for the Warriors. Now, and I think out of all the players, Ingram is the player that it benefits the most that LeBron James decided to come to LA. Absolutely. I don't think it benefits Lonzo Ball that much. Rondo is Rondo. But as far as leadership and learning how to play the game, Ingram is going to benefit a lot from uh, LeBron James being there in LA. And you know, it's it's funny you say that because the Lakers and Warriors uh, is has always been. It's one of those things that nobody wants to lose, right? So mm-hmm. they always, I think they always play. They've always, oh, I shouldn't say always. In the past, they've historically played each other uh, pretty close. But even last year when they played each other, the Lakers won. Uh, actually, I take that back. Last year, the last year, Golden State swept the Lakers. Uh, but when they played them without LeBron James, they went to overtime twice. 
Um, and the Lakers won, lost one game by seven. They lost another game by 11 mm-hmm. with a young lineup, mm-hmm. with a run and shoot. And granted, the, right. the Warriors were hurt throughout the season. Yeah, they were hurt throughout the season. You know, you got to take into aspect too that they went to that game thinking, oh, this LA is going to be a, is, yeah. right, right. So, you know, you got you to take those things into account. But as far as the way the Lakers are built and what LeBron James has on the defense end of the side, yeah. too, LeBron James doesn't have to be the guy. Anymore. Exactly. He has Ingram. He has Rondo. Rondo could very easily hold Curry. Ingram can very easily hold Kevin Durant. Then, you know, that leaves LeBron James out there to roam and do what LeBron James does best. So, I mean, the team is scary as far as a matchup for the Warriors. Um, It just depends on what kind of start they get off to. If they get off to a good start and the Warriors and the Rockets get off to a slow start, I I still think the Rockets – have the best chance to beat the Warriors in a seven game series, but yeah. you're right. You're I think right. That People goes underestimating the, the 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 Lakers. I think that's going to be. I, I think that's going to be interesting. Speaking of Rondo, have you seen his antics at the free throw line when teams are? Oh yeah, he's trying to. Yeah, I mean Rondo is Rondo. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny how Rondo, Lance Stevenson, these guys were LeBron James's worst enemy. Yeah. when he played against them, now it's like they're just. BFFs and they've always been that way. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody wants somebody like that on their team. Someone that takes the game not necessarily um, seriously, but they know that they want to win. You know, Rondo wants to win. You, you know, Lance Stevenson wants to win. Even though Lance Stevenson is kind of a goof, you know, he wants to win. And these are the components that make the Lakers a very interesting team to watch throughout the season. Yeah. And your, your boys benefited from an early season injury that I think would have made a big difference in your division. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh yeah, that 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 injury to um, the point Murray. guard. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a huge injury for the Spurs. Yeah, it is big time. Um, and and I know players like Rondo. Maybe I mean, if he was still available, I could see him going and trying to lead a team like that. Um, but I mean, the Spurs they, they have to make a move. So I don't know if it's getting Manu Ginobili out of retirement. I'm not trying to start any rumors, but <laughs> I don't know if it's getting Manu Ginobili out of retirement. But if you did, you heard it here first. Uh, probably not first, but uh, they they need something. Yeah, they need they need something. It would be a great place for Lonzo Ball to end up. It would. It would be a great place Greg, for Lonzo Greg, Ball. To end Greg Lonzo Popovich Ball. would. We just talked about coaches and um, bringing out talent and players. San Antonio is is not some place where Lonzo Ball's gonna get distracted, right. especially with Greg Popovich there. He's yeah, he not gonna allow it. Yeah, so I think that would be a great situation for Lonzo Ball, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, uh, in hindsight, now let's say they kept Kawhi Leonard. That would definitely be something that they will look into, or if they would have traded him to the Lakers and got Lonzo Ball this summer. Yeah, but uh, then, but then you know maybe he, oh boy doesn't, doesn't get hurt. hurt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But when you got Patty Mills, you know, running the point guard for you, I just don't. The Spurs and they're not historically known for making those types of moves. They're especially not. in season. They're not. Uh, so I don't, he might roll the dice. Say this is what we're gonna go with, but I can't. It, 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 no, they, yeah. they might as well just tank. Nah, they've, they, been, they got, they've they got, done it before. They've done but they, it before. They, they, you know, when you get a, a player, like I can't think of the guy's name now from Toronto, when you get him. DeRozan. DeRozan. He's on a one-year rental, bro. Yeah, but still, that, and that's even more to the case. You want to make sure that you're a contender this year in some shape, form, or fashion. You have him. You brought him over to your team. You got rid of arguably top three player in the league in Kawhi Leonard. You got to show something for it. And if you want to do that, you got to bring someone over and be like, hey, we were competitive. Let's play again next year. Resign with us next year. If you don't do that, if you just tank, then you lose everything. That's, but, I mean, they, they got to start. Every team does it. Everybody's been through it. 
Everybody's been through it. And right now, if you look at it right now, based on what I've seen in the preseason and what I've seen, what they brought to each other's teams and with all the injuries and everything else considered so far, Toronto won that trade. Toronto, right now, yeah. Toronto won that trade. No doubt. Yeah. Not, Danny Green No, is, anybody, anybody who was able to pick up Kawhi Leonard won the trade. Yeah. Unless they were trading LeBron James, that's the only way. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he's not. So, I mean, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard, we had really talked about the East a lot. It's going to be competitive. I still think that Boston is the cream of the crop there, especially as they have Kyrie Man, and Gordon healthy. Yeah, I, I just think that that's going to be – and I've always said this. They look good enough. I think this is going to be a very interesting year for the Golden State Warriors. You said it. You said it. Because it. even if – let's just say the scenario falls into play where they have to play the Lakers in the first round. That's that's not going to be an easy <laughs> test. No. Okay. Then they're going to have to play a team like OKC. Um, OKC or maybe even we're talking about Minnesota, something like that in the second round. Then, they're gonna, then maybe they'll play the Rockets. The Rockets are already well aware of what they're facing in Golden State. Then if, you know, if Boston is healthy, that's the key right there. If they're healthy and there's a matchup between those two teams and they look good through the course of the year into the playoffs, I think Boston is is up there with the Rockets as far as competing and being able to Bro, beat that team. Wait, did you just poop on my Lakers and put them as the A seed? No, I didn't say A seed. But I did say AC, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or let's just say they play someone in the first round. They play the Lakers in the second round. There you, you know, go. Yeah, there you I mean, go. the Lakers. I, I don't think that. the Lakers are not going to be an AC. When you have LeBron James, I don't care what conference you play in, you can be the biggest LeBron <laughs> hater in the world. That team is going to be no less than the fifth seed. Well, no I, less. I can't tell you how many times I've seen you know on Facebook and Instagram where people are like people that don't even like LeBron. Say it's easier to like him in a Lakers jersey than it was than anything else he's played in. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. I, I I do find that I think it's it's more so because of the, the cast of characters that they had they has around him. You have Last Stevenson. I just talked about. Yeah. He's a goofball. <laughs> you have uh, Javale McGee. You have Rajon Rondo. You have Lonzo Ball. As far as the cast of characters around him, this is the most interesting cast of characters he's ever had around him. And so I think that does make LeBron more likable. And then you take into account all the BS that he had to go through to get to L.A. in the first place. You know, after a while, you just start looking at me like, come on, man, this is one of the greatest players of all time. Why would you not accept him as being an L.A. Laker? I know you got the Kobe fans out there like, no, no, we we don't want him. Stop, stop kidding yourself. Okay, you want the best player on the planet right now. And that's LeBron James. Yeah, uh, it's 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 you can't you can't refute that. Um, and when Kobe Bryant, I don't know, do you, I don't know if you read the quote, the quote about what Kobe Bryant told Jeannie Buss. No, I didn't read it. Yeah, and he before the before the Magic Johnson and everything else happened, the Rob Palinka deal, uh, he just flat out told him that if you want, you know, to be successful and you want to go out and get the best players, you're just gonna have to blow it up. You're gonna have to blow the whole team up. So I guess he kind of convinced her to get rid of Cup Check, get rid of her brother. Um, and people are saying that his conversation with her is one of the reasons that she went out and got Magic, she got Palinka, and how they ultimately were able to get LeBron James. Pretty good article if you get a chance to read it, man. I'll read it. But I'll it check was, it out. Uh, yeah, Kobe being being Kobe. Is there any chance that Kobe comes out of retirement <sighs> man, to play with this, Laker, with this Laker team? I mean, <laughs> that, that would just be the don't get me excited. that would be the icing on the cake. Okay, don't get me excited. Yeah. That would be too much. He, yeah, don't get me excited. That would be man. the greatest show on TV. <laughs> if he were to play with the Lakers, I love my Rockets, but there's just the the cast over there is 
it's very interesting. Kobe Bryant said, cut it all out at once. It's, I know it's hard to do, but if you want to turn the ship around and turn it around sooner rather than later, then you have to go out and make those hard decisions. I know who you're trying to get. We know who you're trying to get. So that player's not going to come here unless this crap is gone. So do what you got to do. Focus did you, did on you just say crap instead of saying I did. it? And you just, I did. You <laughs> so if you if you don't want to have that focus, go after that to go after that player. Then I'm telling you, you have to clean house and you've got to just reshuffle the deck and start anew. Um, and so for him to be able to have that insight as a player, and now I wonder what when I read that, I was thinking to myself like, damn, what was he thinking? Like when he needed, when he felt like he needed help, and and what was he telling Cupcheck? Did they listen to him? Because what he said is absolutely true. And had Magic Johnson not been hired, had they not got Polinka. This whole NBA, the whole summer probably looks a lot different. Right. Um, and to think that it could have started with somebody who you know, had recently retired and just gave his own two cents who wants to step away from the game. That's That insight is crazy. Mm. That's crazy. Very, very interesting stuff. Very, very interesting. You got anything else, bro? No, I want to see if you want to make that bet. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, but... No nah, man, I mean, I'm 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 excited. This is the best time of the year um, mm-hmm. for me. Um, baseball, the American, the American, and the National Championship Series are starting. Footballs, I want it to slow down. I, mean, I want to write a letter to the NFL like, man, y'all need to chill. I don't know what y'all are doing, but we're already in week six. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything different. Like slow down, week by bro. Week, man. Slow down. They're going week by week. It's going too fast. Do you know how much we miss football season? Right. It's, it's a third of the way over. Right. It's almost over. And then basketball season's coming around. So as a sports fan, you're like. Dang, like it doesn't get any better than this. Right. It, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to see football. I mean, every day we're going to see football, basketball, baseball, mm-hmm. baseball playoff. Hockey. I mean, I'm not a hockey fan, but hockey's starting. I mean, this is, this is what a time to be alive. The best playoffs is hockey. Yeah, a lot of people say that. I think the best playoffs I mean, is baseball. I, I, Astros playoffs, maybe. But um, I, I've caught myself, you know, flipping through channels and seeing a hockey game. A playoff hockey game, like can I mean to see this for a second? I'm just all into. It. I mean, those guys, <laughs> they go hard, man. I hate that a lot. That is is the most competitive too. I mean, home field advantage in hockey probably means less than any other sport, you any other so? major sport. Yeah, I've seen more hockey um, wins on the road than any other sport. It's 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 hard to win on the road in the NBA. Yeah. It's hard to win on the road in the NFL. Baseball the same way. Hockey just seems like doesn't really matter. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. I'm not a big hockey guy. If right. someone wants to correct me, they can. But based on what I've seen in the playoffs, it's very exciting. Yeah. All the games seem to be very close. Um, you have uh, Las Vegas, their inaugural year, make it all the way yeah. Yeah. to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um, they didn't come close to winning, though, but they still made it all the way. I mean, yeah. that was incredible. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Baseball and hockey are on the same way, to be honest with you, because baseball, the, the road teams win a good portion of the time. Do they? Um, yeah, because it's, I mean, it's the batter and the pitcher, bro. Right, like, right. It really is. It really is. Yeah. I mean, minus those fields that just have the the whack configurations. A lot of times, the, the road teams can, can yeah. pull out a lot of wins. But yeah, to me, I tell people if you know, this is the best time of the year, man. Uh, but I absolutely love it. I'm excited about it. We're gonna see what the predictions, how they came out, right? Uh, and see if you went against enough of the odds because I don't think you did. Uh, we'll see, but we're gonna we'll see. see. I, and I, I know you're gonna remind me. I am. I am. <laughs> Um, last week I didn't do too good. I think I got, I think I got eight of them correct last that's week. Not, that's mad. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. But I mean, it's not Trey esque, but it's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> we'll see how you do next week. Oh, guys, I hope you really enjoyed tuning into the podcast. 
Um, we do this for you. Um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, go ahead and subscribe, man. Um, follow us on Podbeam. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You go to our website. Our website is newchannelsports.com. Or you can go to Podbean and follow us. That's newchannelsports.podbean.com. And that's New Channel Sports spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L Sports. We are out. Go Cowboys. Thanks for listening to the New Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.